Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Yosef Wexler. Meseches Ksubis has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Shlomo Naiman, Le'ilo Nishmas, Rabbi Yaakov ben Matis Yehozatzal, and Chaya Bas Pesach. Ksubis Daf Ayin. The seventh parak, the Meseches Ksubis Parak Hamadir, discusses various nadarim which the husband took, and the resulting halachas in regards to when I asked to divorce his wife and when I actually received the Ksuba. The opening mission of the parak begins, Hamadis Ishto Milahanaslo. He took a nether that his wife should not get enough from him. So the Mishnah explains that within thirty days he appoints a parnes to feed his wife Mazinus. Once the thirty day period has passed, he's required to divorce to his eating Sufa. Now the Rishonim and the, the Mishnah are all bothered by the following question. The Lashon of the Nether in our Mishnah was Lahanaslo. Seemingly Lahanaslo refers to all forms of benefit which the wife gets from the husband. However, it's obvious that the Mishnah is not referring to Tash and in the nether taken here because earlier in the Masech, we learned that when the husband takes a nether to ask his wife in Tash Mishamita, Beishamai says he can stay married to her for two weeks, and then afterwards, if he hasn't gone back on the nether, he has to divorce her. And Basil says he only has one week. But here in our Mishnah, the husband was given 30 days to stay married to her, and we're only requiring to be able to be tinksuva after 30 days. This proves that our Mishnah is not referring to Tash Mishamita, it's only referring to Mizonos, as is evident from the Gemara's discussion in regards to our Mishnah. However, the question is, why is Tash Mishamita not included in the nether taken in our Mishnah? So Rashi begins our parak in the first Rashi in the parak by discussing this question, and Rashi says the reason why Tash Mishamita is not included in the nether of our Mishnah, is because the shibud which the husband has to provide his wife a tashmish, that prevents the nether from minchal. The Gemara will discuss at length why it is the shibud doesn't stop the nether of Mizonas from minchal. But Rashi says the reason why tashmish amita is not included in the nether of our Mishnah is because the shibud stops from minchal. That we found earlier in the Afsamach Alpha in the Mishnah there, that the husband was able to answer his wife Petashmish and the Shiva did not stop it there. That was dependent upon the exact Lashon which the husband uses in taking the nether, as Rashi says there, and is based on the Gemara Nadarim on Daf Tezval Mabes. Now, Toysus points out that it comes out according to Rashi, the Lashon Lahanaslo does imply Tashmish Amita. It just happens to be the Shiva will stop it. Rabbi Natam, however, disagrees with Rashi and says the Lahanaslo is not Mashma at all Tashmish. It only has a Mashmal, it only has a meaning. Of Anas Mazonis. This is found in Tesis and Dira Maschal Hamadras Ishta Milhanaslo. At the end of the Tesis, he brings Shitis Rabbeinatam. Now, Tesis Rash explains why is it that Lahanaslo only has a Mashmal Samazonis. So, Tesis Rash explains Rabbeinatam that Lahanaslo implies that the husband is giving his wife benefit, but not that he is receiving any benefit in return. Tash is a Hana which both the husband and the wife receive. However, since the Lashon of the Ned in our mission is Lahana Slow, it's him providing his wife with benefit. Therefore, that's where Abinatam learned that it's only referring to Anas Mizainas, and the Lashon itself, Lahana Slow, does not imply at all Tash Mishamita. Now, the other Rishonim here, at the beginning of our parak, the Rashb and the Ritfa, they bring that the Rishalmi seems to ask this question. The Rishalmi is bothered why in the previous Mishnah on Daf Samachafam Abiz was the Neder. Valid for a week according to Basilo, two weeks according to Beishamai. And here in our Mishnah, we give you a 30 day waiting period. Similarly, both in the Dharm were the same. Both in the Dharm should have been answering Tash Mishamita. 
So the Rishama answers this question by saying the previous nether was you took a nether answering Hanami Gufo, and this Mishnah, our Mishnah, the beginning of our parak, is a nether answering Hanami Nechasaf. Now, the Rash Mirf explain what the Rishami means is that the Lashon of the Nether our Mishnah, even though what appears in front of us in the Mishnah, it only says Lahana's law, the husband actually said Beferish, he's coming to Aser, his wife, and getting benefit from his Nechasim. Now, if he's coming to Aser, his wife, and getting benefit from his Nechasim, then obviously that has nothing to do with Tash Mishamita, and Tash Mishamita would not be included in such a Nether. Now, in layer this Mechokas we showed him, which we find here as to why Tash Mishamita is not included in the Nether of Mishnah, there seems to shed light on the suffix which Rikiger has in his commentary on the Mishnahis in Adarm, the beginning of the fifth parak. Rikiger was Masupak as to what was the Nether of Mishnah. At the end of the day, the Nether of Mishnah is a Nether answering the wife getting Mizonos from the husband, answering Hanas Mizonos. Rikiger was Masupak that the husband answered Mizonos by answering Nechasim. Was it a Nether of she shouldn't get Hanas Nechasim, she shouldn't benefit from his physical possessions? Or was it a nether of Hanas Gufo. She shouldn't get benefit from the husband, Hanami Menu, but she gets benefit from him by eating the Mizonas, by using his Nechasim to eat the Mizonas. But the nether itself is not referring to the Nechasim. The nether is a nether referring to Hanas Gufo, Hanami Menu. So according to Rashi, which learns the nether in our Mishnah should have been going on Tash Mishamita, so obviously the nether in our Mishnah is not referring to a nether of Hanas Nechasim. Rashi understands the nether in our Mishnah is a nether of getting Hanami Menu, Hanami Gufo. Rabbi Natam, even though he learns the Nether of Mishnah is not referring to Tashmish, it's only referring to Mizonas, but according to the explanation which the Tezah Rush gives, it's not because he only asked the Nechasim, seemingly according to Rabbi Natam, the Nether is also a Nether of getting Hanami Menu, Hanami Gufo. Now, according to the Rashman Rifa, which we mentioned, they say explicitly that the Nether is a Nether of getting Hanami Nechasim. Now, Kegel points out that this Shiloh, whether or not it's Hanas Gufo, Hanami Menu, or it's Hanas Nechasim, seems to be a stira in the Gemara. The Gemara begins by asking, why is the nether chal, the shibud, should have stopped the nether from being chal? Now, Rekega points out that if the nether in our Mishnah was the nether of getting hanami menu, getting hanami gufo, the Gemara should have asked a better question. The Gemara should have asked, there's no violation of the nether by the husband feeding his wife. It's all the husband is doing is coming to give her what he's chayaf to give her anyway. Rikiger says that the husband just giving her mezonas, which he's mechuyif to give her, they will not be considered getting her nami menu. And from the fact that Gemara does not ask this question, the beginning of the Gemara applies that the nether of Mishnah is hanos nechasov, like the shita sarash, but in the shita rifa we mentioned before. However, Rikiger points out that if you look later on the sugya, on Amabez, the Gemara is bothered by the parnes, which the husband appoints to feed his wife mezonas. The Gemara asks, who parnes lav shechusa kafed? The Paranese is working as a shliach of the husband, and since the Paranese is a shliach of the husband, therefore there should be a violation of the nether when the Paranese gives the wife mezonas. Now, Rikiger points out that if the nether was a nether of Gehanas Nechasiv, then the Gemara's kasha doesn't make sense. If the nether is Hanas Nechasiv, then the Paranese is giving the wife from his own Nechasim. The Paranese is not feeding the wife from the Nechasim of the Baal. Furthermore, even if I did a shlichus, we view it as though the husband has purchased the mezonis from the parnes, but that's still not going to be a violation of a nether of anas nechasov, because the Kegel points out that a nether to aser anas nechasov, to aser the physical possessions which he has in his rishus, could only be chal on something which he has in his rishus at the time of he took the nether. A person cannot aser something which is outside of his rishus, and therefore, if the nechse parnes, even if we can view them to be, as though they're the baals, 
by him appointing him as a shliach, has always been kind from the parnes, that would still not be included in the nether. The Gegri says, if you see the end of the Gemara, that it must be that the nether of our Mishnah is not Hanas Nachasa, but the nether of our Mishnah is Hanas Kufa Hanami Menu. So what emerges is, there seems to be a steer in the Gemara, the beginning of the Gemara seems to imply that the nether is Hanas Nachasa, like the sheet is a rash and the Ritfa. And then the Gemara seems to imply the opposite, that the nether of our Mishnah is Hanami Menu, Hanami Gufo, like she does Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam. Now, in regards to Rekeger's second question, at the end of the Gemara, the Parnas of Shechusukavit is a raya, the nether is not Hanas Nachasa, but Hanami Menu. So the Adnim Ilum in Simon Ayin Beis and Sivkat and Beis, he also discusses this question. He doesn't bring the raya from the end of the Gemara, from the case of Parnas, but he really brings the raya from the whole entire Sugya. Adnim Ilum is bothered if you learn the nether in our Sugya as a nether of Hanas Nachasav, then it doesn't make sense why after 30 days we tell the husband he must be Yosef eating suva. Any nechassim which the husband purchased after the time the nether was taken, he can use to feed his wife. Seemingly, this nether is not so difficult for the husband to be able to continue to feed his wife, and it should not be grounds for divorce, it should not be reason to be Yosef eating suva. The Admi Ulum therefore says that it can't be the nether in our Gemara is an nechassim, it must be the nether is hanami menu. Now, the Adinulum brings the Rishami, which is brought in the Rishonim, and even though the Rishami says that our sugya is a sugya of an Nechasov, the Adinulum explains that what the Rishami means is that the husband answered getting Hanas Kufo, getting as opposed to earlier in the previous Mishnah, where the Nedu was going on Tashmimita, there the husband answered getting Hanami Kufo, he answered getting Hanas from his own his body, his, his Guf. But over here, he asked her getting Hanaf from him, Ayadei Nechasav. That's why the Nether in our Mishnah is only going on Mizonas. Now, the Rashb and the Ritva aren't exactly so clear what they mean when they say that our Mishnah is referring to Anas Nechasav. It could be the Rashb and understood the Sugya the way that Al-Nilum is explaining it, in which case, even the Rashb and Ritva are also of the opinion that the Nether in our Mishnah is Hanami Menu, not Hanas Nechasav. When they say Hanas Nechasav, they just mean Hanas Gufo, Hanami Menu, Ayadei Nechasav. Now, Rekeger's question from the beginning of the Gemara, which is a raya that the nether must be an asnachasav and can't be an amimenu. So Rekeger doesn't really quote where he's coming from to assume that this is not considered enough. The husband's paying back what he has to give his wife anyway. If he's paying back his chiyav or giving her mizonos, this is not considered enough. And it could be some of the some of the Gedoli Rosh Hashivas, Shmuel Rezovsky, as well as Moshe Shmuel Shapiro, they suggest perhaps the Enachinami, Akarchi, I have to say, you see from here that even though the husband is giving her, his wife something which is to give her, that still is considered to be Hana. Even though it's a little bit toichak, but it should be or Kager to come that it should not be. I left this question with Tzarachian. Perhaps we were going to be forced to say that it is considered giving Hana, as we've mentioned before, that Mulum clearly points out that it's very difficult to learn our Sugi is referring to Anas Nachasov. So that which we find in the Rikiger, Mishnah and Dar was Masupak of our Sugi is Anas Nagufa or Anas Nachasov. Perhaps is a machlek between Rashi and Rabbi Natan versus the Rashi and the Ritva. However, as we mentioned, that Milum is doiche that Akorchi have to learn that it's not Hanas Nechasov, but it's Hanas Gufo Ayadei Nechasov. The Gemara begins by asking on our Mishnah, Since the husband's Meshubad to give his wife Mazanas, how could he take a nether? to answer the Mazonos upon his wife. Now we need to understand why is it that a Shibat stops a nether from being Chal. If you look in the Rashban and Dharm on Daftezvavim of Bez, 
you'll find that the Rashba has two Mahalchim there as to why a Shibut stops a nether from Michal. One Mahalch the Rashba brings, it is the Mahalch which the Rashba goes with, is that the Shibut makes it as though it's Eno Bershoso. And since it's Eno Bershoso, a person can't take a nether on something which is outside of his Rishos. Eno Dem Oyster Peres Chavir Chavero. The wife has a Shibut that the husband must give her Mazarnas. And therefore, the Mazarnas are viewed as though they're no longer in the husband's Rishos. And therefore, the husband has no ability to ask the Mazonas upon his wife. The other possibility that Rashba brings as to why a Sheba will stop a nether from being chal is because it's a problem of nether levatles mitzvah. Now, we need to understand why is it the nether levatles mitzvah will stop a nether from being chal. Similarly, if you look in the Sugin and Dharm there, on Daftazayin, the Sugin there says that a nether levatles mitzvah is chal. Only a shvul of atlas and mitzvah is nachal. So the Rashba explains that the nether here, which we're talking about in the sugya there in the darim on daf tezvav, is similar to a shvur. The context of the sugya there on daf tezvav was the husband was coming to Aser tashmish amita upon his wife. Now the reason why a nether of atlas and mitzvah is chal is because the darim are usually referring to the chefza. For example, the Gemara in the darim discusses he asers the sukkah. He answers getting benefit from the sukkah. He answers hana sukkah alai. So therefore, the nether could be chal because the chetzah of the sukkah has no chiyuv to do the mitzvah. However, a shvul of atlas and mitzvah will not be chal because the shvul is referring to the person. The shvul is going on the gavra and the person is mechuyuv to do the mitzvah. So over here, in this context of tashmish amita, if the husband wants to answer tashmita upon his wife and he does it as a beloshon neder, so this neder, even though it's referring to the chefza, which is himself, over here in this context, the chefza is what's mechuyiv in the mitzvah. So therefore, this neder is a neder which is similar to a shpua, and therefore, a neder of atlas a mitzvah would not be chal in this context. Now, the Rashba, however, points out that he doesn't think the neder of atlas a mitzvah is going to explain fully why a shibut stops a neder from echal. The reason is, is because the sugya there in Endarim besides discussing the husband answering Tashmish upon his wife, also discusses the wife answering Tashmish upon, his hus- upon her husband. Now, the Rashba points out, the husband has a mitzvah owner to provide his wife with Tashmish Amita. The wife has no mitzvah. Says the Rashba, even though we could have understood that the husband cannot ask her Tashmish upon his wife because of Nedel of Atlas mitzvah, and that could have been what the Gemara meant when it said the Shibut stops the husband from answering Tashmish, but in the other case, where the wife is coming to ask her tashmish upon her husband, in such a case we cannot have understood it's because of Nedel of Atlas and Mitzvah, because there's no Mitzvah there. Furthermore, the Rashba doesn't discuss this, but the same question would be in Arsukya. Arsukya, which is discussing Mizonos, it would be difficult to learn that the Shibut stops the Nedel of and Arsukya because of Nedel of Atlas and Mitzvah, similar to Mizonos, and also Maisi Dayan, which is also discussed in Arsukya, there there is no Mitzvah, it's not similar to Tashmish, where you have a Mitzvah's Aina. Now, if one looks in the stipel there in the Dharm, in Simon Yud Dalid, at the very end of the Simon there in Ois Dalid, the stipler brings that the Shittim Gobetzis, both here in our Sugya, as well as in the Dharm, if you look at the Shittim Gobetzis carefully, you'll see that the Shittim Gobetzis seems to understand that even in the case where the wife is answering Tashmish upon her husband, or the case of Mazonos or Maisidayim, those are also not Chal because of Nedel of Atlas Mitzvah. The Stabler says there, the Shita seems to have understood that since you have a Chiyav to provide these things, and Priya's Baal Chayiv is a Mitzvah, 
So therefore, we can explain that even in these types of Nandarim, the Shibud stop Nandarim from Meichal, also because of Nedel of Atlas Mitzvah. So what comes out from the Rashba is two possibilities as to how to understand our sugyo as to why the Shiba stopped Nedel from Meichal. Either it's because it's Eno Bishoso, which is the Mahalach the Rashba goes with, or perhaps the Chirsh of the Stipler, based on the Shadim Gabet says, that it's because of Nedel of Atlas Mitzvah. Now the Rashba there in Nedarim brings a Nafkamina between these two understandings. The Rashba discusses there what's going to be the halacha in a case of Kailo. In a case of besides the nether referring to things where there's a shibud on, there are also Kailo other things where there is no shibud. The Rashba says that if it's because of nether of Atlas and Mitzvah, so a nether of Atlas and Mitzvah is Chal in a case of Kailo. If besides for the Mitzvah you also include other things, in such a scenario, the nether or the Shvua, as the Rif and Shvua springs from the Rishalmi, would be Chal. Now, if you learn that it's because of Eno B'Shoso, so Rashba points out, it doesn't make sense that being called something else is going to help. If I'm coming to Aser, Peros, Chavirah, I'm coming to Aser, which is not in my Rishos, so the fact that at the same time I'm going to Aser something that is in my Rishos is not going to help to allow me to Aser something which is outside of my Rishos. Therefore, the Rashba says that since he understands the Sheba stops that from being Chal because Eno B'Shoso, Therefore, in a case of when you're call other things, the nether will not be chalaf on the dover, which is meshubat. Now, if one takes a look at Toysa earlier in our Masechta, on Daphne and Tessa Mabez, Toysa's Dirmaskal Koinamas, one will notice that Toysa seems to disagree with the Rashba on this point. Toysa's there begins by asking the following question, which is also mentioned by a number of the Rishonim in our Sugya. Our Gemara said that the Shibut stops never from being chal. And our Gemara brought a proof to this from the Mishnah when the wife is trying to ask her Maisi Daim upon the husband. And in such a case, we say the wife cannot take a nether to ask her Maisi Daim upon the husband because she is Meshubah to the husband to give him the Maisi Daim. Now the Sugya there on Daphne Tessima Bez discusses his Mishnah. And the Sugya there is bothered the nether should have been Chal and the nether should have been the Shibur. As the Gemara says there, Kaina Maisar Mafkiyah Midei Shibur. The Gemara answers... The reason why the nether was not chalat mafkid the shibud is because almur abanan the shibud of the baal. They strengthen the shibud of the baal. Now Tosis is bothered that from the sugya daf nantesim beis we only see that they were milim the shibud of the baal, but we don't see that they were milim the shibud of the isha. So why does Argomara assume that the same way by nether maisi adayim, which is the shibud of the baal, the nether will not be chal? So too nether mazarim, the shibud of the isha, the nether will not be chal. Perhaps we could have differentiated and say they were only a mile of the Baal and not the Shibut of the Isha. Now, Taisa's answer is by saying that there's no distinction between the Shibut of the Baal and Shibut of the Isha, and that they were Mailim, all Shibudim. And Taisa explains the reason being is because they were afraid that if they weren't Mailim the Shibut, people are going to go around asking their Nechassim upon whoever they're Chayef to, and therefore they're going to get out of any Shibudim which they have. Now, let's just take a second to explain the concept of what the Gemara means. Are they a milam the shibud of the Baal? So seemingly, what that means is based on the Rashi we've mentioned before that the neder is not chal b'makom shibud because it's eno b'shusa. Similar with the Gemara and Daphne Tessa Mabez is saying is that meikra din that's not the case. Meikra din the shibud does not take it outside of your shus. Only the rabbanon came along and they strengthened the shibud and they made the shibud that takes it outside of your shus. Obachanan later in our parak suggests this is, works made in Hefker based in Hefker, and the Chachamim took the Nachasim, the case of Mizaynas in our Mishnah, 
and took the mezonos and took them outside of Shisla Baal, and that is why the Baal will not be able to make a nether asering mezonos upon his wife. But Me'ikar Adin, the mezonos were considered to be Bershisa Baal, and that it would have been Chal, just Amur Baal and Shibuda the Baal, to take it outside of Rishos. And as Taisa explains earlier, you see from our sugya, besides Amur Baal and Shibuda the Baal, in the case of Me'ikar you see in our sugya, there were also Milam, the Shibuda of the Isha, in the case of mezonos. Now, Therese is there, and Dr. Testament Bays goes on to ask a question from a Gemara in which there was a Shibud, and Alpha Pekin, they were able to ask it, and we did not say that they were mild on the Shibud to stop it from being Nasser. Therese answers by saying the case there in that Gemara was a case where you weren't just asking it upon the person of the Shibud, you were asking it upon the whole entire world. In other words, it's a case of Kolal. Therese writes, that since the whole reason why the Sheba stopped never from being Chal is because they were mild on the Sheba, and Chazal were mild on the Sheba because they were afraid that people were going to get out of their Chiyuvim by asking their Nechassim, in a case you asked upon the whole entire world, they said that's not a normal case, that's not something which is Shechiyach that they were concerned about, and therefore in such a case they allowed the Nechassim to be Chal, even though the reason why uh, Sheba stopped never from being Chal is because it's Eino So you see from Tosis there and the Testament is not like the Rashba. The Rashman Adarim said that since the reason is because Eino Bershusso, being Kolel, things which are in your Shus, will not allow Nered to be Chal, Tyson often tests him a base, disagrees with the Rashba, and says that since it's only because of Murabal and Shibuta the Baal, therefore they weren't Milam the Sheba in such a case where you're Kolel, and the Nether will be able to be Chal if you're Kolel Devarim, which there is no Sheba on. Now, if you look in the Rashman Adarim, you'll see that the Rashba also learns like Tyson, it's not Meikra, it it's Eino Bershusso. It's also based on Amur Abal and Shibuta the Baal. Now, if Alpikin, the Rashba learned that they would not distinguish between a case you're asking on the entire world and a case where you were just asking on the person who had the Shibut. Now, the Machna of Frayim and Ochas Nadarim in Simon Chaf Aleph, as well as the Ksois in Simon Kufiyad Zayin, Sivkat and Hay, point out that the Tur in Yeridea in Simon Reish Lamadal also seems to learn like Shitas Atesis. The Torah there is discussing the wife asking Tashmish upon her husband. And the Torah learns that if she's koilel other people, then the nether will be chal. Now the Machina Ephraim points out that he's medayik in the realm there, that in that specific case, it was considered eno b'shusso me'ikaradin. Now the Machina Ephraim points out that if it's considered eno b'shusso me'ikaradin, not just because they were mile on the shibud, then of course it will not, will not help to be koilel things there's no shibud on, in a case where me'ikaradin is considered to be outside of your shus. So just to review, there's two explanations as to why the Sheba stops Nether from being Chal. Either it's because a Nether Levatla Semitzvah, or it's because it's Eino Bishoso. The Nafkamina seemingly would be a case of Kolal. The Rashba writes that since it's because of Eino Bishoso, Kolal will not help. However, as we pointed out, Tesis and Daphne Testament Bays, even though he also understands the Nether is not Chal because Eino Bishoso is willing to learn that in a case of Kolal will be Chal, the Machana Ephraim points out that if you understood Eino B'Shosso Me'ikaradin, not because of Amur Rabban Shibuda the Baal, then obviously the Nether would not be Chal in a case of Kolel, because Kol will not help to make something which is not in your Rishos Me'ikaradin and put it into your Rishos. The first answer which the Gemara gives as to how the Nether in our Mishnah is able to be Chal is there's a case where the husband had said, The husband had told the wife, that she would keep the Maisiyadayim, and therefore he would not be chayat to give her mezonos. Usually when the husband gives the wife mezonos, 
In exchange for the mazonas, he receives from Maisei Adayim. Now the Gemara asks, if that is the case, it still will not answer our Mishnah, because if the Maisei Adayim are enough that she doesn't need any mazonas, so why would our Mishnah have a parnes to feed her mazonas? And if you're going to say that her Maisei Adayim are not enough, then Hadra Kushtan Ladochta, he should still not be able to ask the mazonas, as you still have a Shiva to provide those mazonas for her. So the Gemara gives a very specific case in which this nether would be chal, in a case where her ma'asiyadayim were enough for dvarim gedolim, for the big things which she needs, but not enough for the dvarim ketanim. And the Gemara explains that these dvarim ketanim were things which she was regal to have in her parents' house. When she got married, she no longer received them from her husband. Once he takes the nether, she will now be entitled to receive the dvarim ketanim again. Gives two explanations to exactly how this works. Either within Mechila or Me'ikra Adin, she receives the Dvaram Ketanim after the Nether. Now the Ran or Sugya points out that the Rama Manuchas Ishus, in Paragir Bey's of Gimel, when he brings down our Mishnah, he makes no mention whatsoever about this Ukimta. The Ran brings down the Mishnah Stam, the way the Mishnah appears in front of us, the, the husband takes the Nether to ask him upon his wife. And the various chilukim about 30 days and being maimed of parnas. The Ram points out this is very difficult, as our Gemara gave a very specific case of the husband said, see, ma'isi yadachim zonasecha, and as mispekes for dorm gedom, and dorm ketanim, all this is missing in the Rambam and Hilchus Ishus in Pergid Bey's Halacha Chav Gimel. Now the Ram offers the following explanation for the Shittas Harambam. The Ram says that the Rambam understood that that which we find earlier on Daphne Testament Bey's, that they are mailim the shiba of the baal, and that is why when the wife takes a nether to ask her ma'asiyadayim, it's not chal. Even though meikra din the nether should have been chal, as the gemara says there, the koinamais are mafkimi de shibud. They came along and chazal were mailim the shibud. That's only referring to a shibud of the baal. When it comes to a shibud of the isha, such as mezonos, in such a case we never find that almura banla shibud of the isha, and therefore the nether could be chal. Now all the rishonim and arsugya point out. The Argomar seems to assume the same way you were Mailim the Shibur of the Baal, you were also Mailim the Shibur Isha. That is the whole basis of Argomar's question of Kevin the Meshubudla, Hechimatsi Madirla. So the Ran explains that the Ramam learned Argomar's question is not based on the fact that they were Mailim the Shibur of the Isha. Rather, Gomar's question here is based on a Machokis Tanayim between the Tanakama and Rabbi Yochanan Benuri. The Mishnah in the Dharm which Argomar brings. Discussing the wife asking Maisiyadayim, which is also what the Sugya and Daphne and Testament Beis is discussing, happens to have a Machloikis Tanayim there exactly what happens in such a case where the wife asks Maisiyadayim. The Tarakama holds the nether is not chal whatsoever, and Rabbi Yochan ben Nuri, who the Gemara and Daphne and Testament Beis was discussing, actually holds the nether is chal in a case where he will divorce her, and there will be chal at some point later on. The Ran explains that the Rambam learned that the Machloikis between Tarakam and Rabbi Yochan ben Nuri. Is a machlokes as to whether or not koinamos are mafkiyah midei shibud. Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri holds the koinamos are mafkiyah midei shibud, and the only reason why the nether wasn't chal was because amur abanan shibud of the baal, like the Gemara and Daphne test Amabez explains. The Tanakama holds that meikra din koinamos are not mafkiyah midei shibud. You do not need to get onto a chiddush of amur abanan shibud of the baal, but that is the ikra din the koinamos cannot be mafkiyah midei shibud. Therefore, the Ran explains that which our Gemara asked, who came into Meshubah Lahechimatsi Madila, is going according to the Shittas Tanakama. 
as our Gemara brings the Mishnah in the Dharm, and our Gemara quotes the Tanakama's opinion from the Mishnah in the Dharm. According to Tanakama, Koinamois are not Mafgimi and therefore a nether cannot be Chalmiker Adin in a case where there is a Shibud. In other words, the way the Ran is learning the Shita Sarambam, even though our Gemara begins by saying, really in reality, what our Gemara should say is that according to Rabbi Yechanan, who holds the Kanesar Mafkimide Shibud, we understand how the husband could ask for because they were only a mile Mashibud of the Baal, they were never a mile Mashibud of the Isha. But according to Tanakamo, how is the husband able to ask for as Kanemais are not Mafkimide Shibud? Therefore, since La'alacha, we pass in like Rabbi Yechanan Benuri, the Ram understands our Mishnah, La'alacha, you do not need to give the Kimta of Tzi Maisi Yedech Mazonasecha, but La'alacha, you can just pass in straight up a case where the husband answered Mazonas upon his wife. Now, the Ram explains that the reason why the Ramam held was a distinction between the Shibud of the Baal and the Shibud of the Isha is based on the fact that if the Baal is going to divorce his wife, the husband could divorce his wife Baal Karcha, but the wife will not be able to force her husband to divorce her. So in a case where you're discussing a shibut of the Baal, such as the case where the wife is asking Maisi Yedayim, if we did not mail the shibut of the Baal, the husband is going to be forced, so to speak, to divorce his wife, as the fact that he won't get Maisi Yedayim will make the marriage difficult, and he will therefore need to divorce her. So since it's going to be somewhat of a get Baal Korcha, a get not against, against the will of the husband, therefore they will mail the shibut of the Baal. But in a case where the husband takes the nether and is asking something upon his wife, so the husband is the one who's creating the problem in the marriage, the husband is the one who is causing the need for a divorce there, and therefore in such a case there is no reason to be mild on the shibud of the isha, and we'll leave it on the ikar adin, the kainam shibud, and the husband could ask her, his wife, in mezaynas. It is unclear exactly what the machlekes is between the Tanakam and the Benuri, as to why Kainamas would be Mafkiyah Midi Shibud or not. The Ram does not explain that. The Ram does conclude his explanation of the Rambam by writing, According to his explanation, we understand it very well how the Ram learned our Sugya. However, the Lech Mishnah and the Mishnah Melech on the Ram and Hilchus Ishus and Perakir Bez both point out this explanation is not so simple. If you look in the Rambam later in Hilchus Ishus and Perakir Dahlachavav, the Ram is discussing the Sugi Nadarma Daf Tezvalim Abayz of the husband taking a nether to ask her Tashmash Amita upon his wife. And the Ram writes there clearly that if the husband uses specific Lashon when it comes to ask her Tashmash Amita upon his wife, the nether will not be Chal the Pneshu Meshubadla. Since he's Meshubad to give his wife Tashmash Amita, therefore the Sheba will stop the nether from being Chal. Now, according to the Ram's explanation of the Ram in our Sugi, this is very difficult. There, you're referring to a shibut of the Isha. According to the Ran, the Rama Pasak B'yochem B'nuri, the Kainamos Amafkir Midei Shibut, and they were only Mailim, a shibut of the Baal, they were not a Mailim, a shibut of the Isha, that's why the husband could take a nether to Aster Mazonas upon his wife. So too, the same should be true when the husband comes to take a nether to Aster Tashmashamita upon his wife. The wife's shibut, the shibut of the Isha, of Tashmashamita should not stop the nether from being Chal. So the Lecha Mishnah and the Mishnah Melch both offer explanations as to why perhaps Tashmash Amita should be different. The Lecha Mishnah suggests that perhaps the Ran's explanation of the Ran was only true by something which is Mammon. By referring to monetary applications or Nitin Lamachila, therefore we differentiate 
And we say over there that the nether, the kainamos, could be mafkir midishi. But, but perhaps when it comes to oina, we would not say that because oina is not nitin l'machila. The Mishnah offers a slightly different explanation. The Mishnah suggests that since Tashmish Amita, there's both a shibud which the Baal has towards the wife, and the wife has towards the Baal. So in terms of the wife's chiyav, uh, her shibud of Tashmish towards the Baal, there they were mailam the shibud, as the Ran explains, according to the Ran, we're always mailam the shibud of the Baal. So if in regards to Tashmish Amita, we would be mailam the shibud of the Baal, and the wife would not be able to take Nadarim to ask for Tashmish upon her husband, but we would leave the shibud of the Isha on the Iker Adin, it would come out a little ironic that the husband would be able to take a nether to ask her tashmish upon his wife, but the wife would not be able to take a nether to ask her tashmish upon the husband. And when it comes to mezainus, there's no parallel of, of the husband clapping the wife and the wife clapping the husband. But since in tashmish amita, you have a chiyah which both of them have towards each other, the Mishnah suggests perhaps that's why the Ram held the tashmish they would have been mailim, the shibut of the isha, even though that's an exception to the general rule which the Ram Arsugis says in the Rambam, the they're usually not Mael Meshiv of the Isha, and that is why a neder in regards to Mezoinus could be Chal. Just to, just to summarize, what comes out from the way the Ram learns the Rambam is that which a number of the Rishonim and that which the number of the Rishonim and Arsugi say, that the same way that Mael Meshiv of the Baal are also Mael Meshiv of the Isha. This is Taisus and Daphne Tessim Abiz, as well as the Ram Arsugya and the Ram in the Dharm. Also, the Rashbi here in Arsugya, as well as the Rashbi in the Dharm, also says this they're Mael both the Shiba of the Baal and the Shiba of the Isha. In the Ram, you find the Chiddush. It differentiates between the Shiva of the Baal and the Shiva of the Isha. The only the Shiva of the Baal, they're a Mailim, but the Shiva of the Isha, they left on the Iker Adin, and by Shiva of the Isha, Kainamais, Kobi Mafkiya Mide Shibud. The exception ever being Tasha Shemita, as we find the Rambam and Parak Yadalid, Halachavav. The Gemara goes on to give a second explanation as to how the Nether in our Mishnah was Chal. The Gemara suggests that the Nether was taken in the time when she was in Arusa, before she had become an Asua. And the full chiyah mezonas was chal. And the Gemara explains that even though an arusa usually does not have mezonas, we're talking about a case of igiyaz man velonisu. As we learned earlier in the Masechta on Daphnan Zayin, that once it's igiyaz man, once the time has come where the husband should have been kainis his wife, he should have done nisuin and he hasn't, he's chayev to feed her mezonas. Now, exactly how to understand the Gemara's answer of igiyaz man velonisu is subject to a machokas rishonim on our daf. There's three mahalchim in the rishonim to explain the exact answer which the Gemara is giving. Rashi, explains that the nether was being taken once it was already Higiyazman. The obvious difficulty with this is that if the nether is being taken once it is already Higiyazman, then why doesn't the Shibud Mazonas of Higiyazman stop the nether from being Chal? Rashi explains that since the Chib Mazonas of Higiyazman is only Darabanan, that will not stop the nether from being Chal. Taisus disagrees with Rashi. Taisus asked two questions on Rashi, which we'll get back to in a second, what his questions were. And Taisus therefore offers two other explanations as to our Gemara. The first explanation which Taisus offers is that the nether was taken before it was a Giyazman. The nether was taken when she was in Arusa, but without a Giyazman, therefore there's no Sheba to stop the nether from being Chal, because there's no us yet. That which our Gemara mentions a Giyazman is just in regards to the Parnes. As we learned in the Mishnah, the husband appoints a Parnes to feed his wife, so the Parnes is only going to be appointed once it was Higiyazman, and it's going to be a Chiyamazonus. Since the nether took place before it was Higiyazman, the nether could be Chal, because the nether came about before any Shibut of Mazonus. Tosos goes on to give a second explanation. 
Tosa says, perhaps the nether was taken once it was already Higiyas, man. And yet the nether could be Chal, because they weren't mild in the Shibud by a case of an Arusa. Seemingly, Tosa means along the lines of what we discussed earlier from Tosa and Daphne Testament Bees, that since Meikar Adin, a nether could be Chal, the Shibud does not stop the nether from being Chal Meikar Adin, it's just because Amur Abal and Shibud the Baal, or in our case, Amur Abal and Shibud the Isha. So here, in a case where it's not a normal circumstance, it's a case of Igiyaz Ma'avlanesu, they weren't mild on the Shibud in such a case. Now, Taizas asked two questions on Rashi as to Rashi's explanation that Igiyaz Man was their Abanon, and that is why the Neder was able to be Chal. Taizas points out that it sounds like Rashi understands the Mizonas by Nesua is their Isa, and that's why regular Nesua, the Neder will not be Chal. Taizas asked on Rashi that this is not correct. Taisa says, we pass in Lalacha, the Mizonas Nasuah is their Abadon. So, in regards to this question, the Rashman Rasugya points out this question is not so difficult in Rashi, because we find in the Gemara earlier in Dafim Zayan Amabiz that there is a Manda Amar, the Mizonas Isha is their Isa. So, now from the Pasuk, Sheira Ksusa Vanasalo Yigara, found in Parshas Mishpatim, and the Gemara in Dafim Zayan Amabiz says that Sheira is referring to Mizonas, and if you look in the Rambam, Hilchus Ishus, in Perakyu Bez, Halacha Bez, Ram actually passes like this Mandamar, the Mizonas Isha is the Araisa. So therefore, that which takes the Aston Rashi, that we pass the Mizonas Isha is the Rabbanon, well, perhaps Rashi understands we pass the the Mizonas Isha is the Araisa. If you look at Rashi al on that Pasuk of Sherek Susa Velanasa, you will see that Rashi actually explains the Pasuk to be referring to Mizonas. The Rabban al there asks on Rashi that why they explain the Pasuk like that, we pass in the Mizonas Nesuah is only the Rabbanon. And this is also the Rabbanon, the Chidushim on Ardaf also asks the same question on Rashi. But seemingly in light of the Rashi, which we find in our Sugya, the Rashi explains it, this is Rashi Shita, and Rashi Latur is Lashitaso, but we find in Rashi in our Sugya, that the Chi of Amazonas by Nesuah is the Araisa. Now there is a Rashi earlier on Daf Beis, Rashi on Daf Beis, the Verbi Masechta, does have a Lashu where he refers to the Chi of Amazonas as only being the Rabbanon. He calls it the Kanas Beis, in there? But if you look in the Chidushi Abruvain, in Simon Aleph, in Armasech, in the very first Simon, he discusses that Rashi, and he explains why, based on the sugi over there, Rashi explained it to be a certain aspect of Mazonas Isha, was there a button, even though Lalacha, Rashi Paskins, the Ikrichi of Mazonas Isha, by Nesua, is there a Raisa. Now, Teizah goes on to ask a second question on Rashi. Teizah's second question on Rashi is that, how could Rashi say that Shibudim there are cannot stop it from being chal, that seems to be against our Gemara. Our Gemara began by discussing Mizarnas, which like we explained according to Rashi, is the Raisa. The Gemara brought a proof that a Sheba can stop it from being chal from Maesiyadayim. That everybody agrees that the Isha's Chiyav to give Maesiyadayim to her husband is only a Chiyav the Rabbanan. And you see clearly in the Gemara, in the beginning of our Sugya, the Maesiyadayim, which is only a Sheba the Rabbanan, will stop it from being chal. So how could Rashi say that only a Sheba the Raisa stops Nether from being Chal, but not a Sheba the Rabbanon, that seems to be against the Gemara by Maisei Daim. So the Rashba deals with this question as well, and the Rashba explains Rashi, similar to what we discussed before, the Shita Sarambam. The Rashba explains Rashi, the Rashi is Machal between a Sheba of the Baal and a Sheba of the Isha. Rashi holds that they were only Milam a Sheba of the Baal, like we find explicitly in the Gemara earlier on Daphne Testament Bays, and therefore Maisei Daim which is a Shibuta de Baal, even though it's only Medar Abonon, it will stop Nether from being Chal. But when it came to a Shibuta of the Isha, if the Shibuta of the Isha was only going to be the Abonon, that would not stop the Nether from being Chal. 
That is why Hegiyah's man, which is the Shibra of the Isha, Medir Abonon, will not stop the night from being Chal. But the beginning of the Gemara, which I asked the question, that the Mezoinus, the Shibra Mezoinus, should stop the night from being Chal, that was Mezoinus of Minasua, which is the Araisa. Now we need to explain in Rashi why it is exactly this distinction between a Shiba de Araisa and a Shiba de Rabbanon. If you look in the Paras Yosef commenting on the Tesis Shigiz Mavlonisu, he also answers Tesis' question on Rashi similar to the Rashba. But the Paras Yosef adds one point. He says that Rashi understood that since we find in the Gemara that there are Mailim the Shiba de Baal, Amura Banal and Shibuta de Baal, which basically means the Rabbanon came along and took a Shibut that should not have stopped the Nether from Minchal and strengthened it and made it that could prevent the Nether from Minchal. The Prayer says the Rashi understood they would not have done that unless there was some source for that, some pattern for that by Shibut Ereisa. So Rashi understood the fact that we're Mailam a Shibut, the Baal, we take a Shibut and the Rabbanon strengthen it, it must be that a Shibut Ereisa has the Kayach to stop the Nether from Minchal. Now, in what way does a Shibut Ereisa stop the Nether from Minchal? So seemingly, it's based on what we discussed earlier, the Rashbin Nidar Madaf Tezvel Mabiz, as well as the Ran Nidar Madaf Tezvel Mabiz, and the Ritfa there as well. They all explain that a Sheba stops Nedar from Michal because it's Eino Bershuso. It's like Oyser Peres Chorela Chaviro, which you cannot do. Now, they're explaining Medir Abonan that they were Mail on the Sheba and they made it Eino Bershuso. Rashi similarly understood that Medir a Sheba de Raisa is strong enough to make it Eino Bershuso. And a Shiba Daraisa is going to be a problem of Oyser Peres Chavirah Chavirah. And when they were born, they came along and they were Mailim the Shiba of the Baal. And they made that also to be Oyser Peres Chavirah Chavirah. But a Shiba of the Isham and Abonon, they were not a strengthened and they are not of Mailim. It's similar to what we discussed before in the Shita Sarambam. Let's just take a minute to summarize Shita Rashi in our Sugya. There's three Nakudos that emerge from Shita's Rashi. The first one is that Rashi's Machalik between a Shiba Deraisa and a Shiba Derabanan. That a Shiba Deraisa will stop a Neder from being Chal, but not a Shiba Derabanan. The second Nakuda is that seemingly Rashi is going to have to be Machalik between a Shiba of the Baal and a Shiba of the Isha. When it comes to Shiba of the Baal, Rashi is going to say a more rebuttal of Shiba of the Baal, like we had earlier on Daphne and Testament base. But that will not be true by a Shiba of the Isha. And therefore, the chilek we find in Rashi between the Reish and is actually only relevant by a Shibut of the Isha. By a Shibut of the Baal, even if it's only a Shibut of the Rabbanon, such as Maesiyadayim, that will still stop an error from being Chal. And the third point in Rashi is the Rashi in our Sigil Zoshitaso, to what we find in Rashi Alatayra, the Mezoinus by an Asua is the Raisa. And that's why the Chil Mezoinus for an Asua, which is the Raisa, will stop an error from being Chal. But the Chil Mezoinus by Gizma, which is only the Rabbanon, and since by an Isha they are not Mailim, the Shibut, that will not be able to stop an from being Chal. Tesis disagrees with all three of these points. Tesis on Ardaf writes the Mazonus Isha is Darabanon, and there's no difference between a Shiba Deraisa or a Shiba Darabanon. Tesis earlier in Daphne and Tesla says the same way they were Mailam, the Shiba of the Ba, they were also Mailam, the Shiba of the Isha. The Shita Sarambam agrees with Rashi on two of the points, the Mazonus Isha is Deraisa, and that they were only Mailam, a Shiba of the Baal, but not a Shiba of the Isha. However, the Ram disagrees. In the Chiddush Rashi, the Shiba Deraisa will stop an error from being Chal even without saying Al Muarabanon. And that is why, according to the Rambam, by Mazonus Isha, the Neder will be able to be Chal. According to Rashi, the Shiba Deraisa stops an error from being Chal Meikaradin, 
That as we discussed earlier, the machlekes between the Rashba and Daf Tezvel Mabiz and Adarim, and Tezvel earlier in our Masech and Daf Nantes as to whether or not Bekoilel, the neder will be chal. In the case you took a neder on something which was Meshubut and also something which was not Meshubut, according to Rashi, it would certainly not be chal, because that which Tezvel was Mechadish in such a case, now, the word bichal is only because you're working based on Amur Abal and Shibuda, stopping the nether from bichal. But if Maker didn't like Rashi learns by Shibuda race, it's not Prisha, so then Kol will not help to allow the nether to bichal. There is actually a fourth explanation as to how to explain our Gemara as to why Be'egiyah's man v'lo the nether is chal. This is not found in the Rishonim, but it's found in the Orsameach in Echus Ishus in Perigud Halachiyotes. The Orsameach offers the following explanation of our Gemara. Rosh begins by discussing a chakira as to what is the gather of the chiyamazonas by Hegiyazman. On the one hand, perhaps we should understand it's just a knas. The husband should have married her, he should have been kineser. And since he did not do that, we tell him you're required to start feeding your wife Mizonis. At this point, it's Petoras knas. The other possibility that Rosh suggests is that perhaps already at Hegiyazman of Lanisu, we view it to be as though there's an ishus between them, an ishus midirabanan, and it will be a regular chiyamazonas, just like you find by. A balvi ishtoi, a regular chi of mezonis betoris ishus. The nafgamina, which the Rasamech discusses there, is what is the lacha maisiyadayim. Usually the wife has to give the husband maisiyadayim in exchange for receiving mezonis. Rasamech discusses if in a case of a giyazma of lonisu, where the husband feeds the wife mezonis, will the husband receive in return maisiyadayim? Now the Rasamech there is, he wants to learn that a giyazma of lonisu was only a knas. And therefore he suggests that that which our Gemara says never will be chal by Agiyah's Mavlonisu is because if the Chiyah Mazonis by Agiyah's man is only Batoras Knas, it is not similar to Agiyah's man of a regular Nesua, then the Chiyah Mazonis of Agiyah's man will be a new Chiyah which is chal each day. By regular Nesua, the Chiyah is chal Bashas Nesuan, and that Chiyah will continue throughout their marriage. But by Agiyah's man, it's a new Chiyah each day. So if tomorrow the husband wakes up and decides to be kindness his wife and decides to do Nesuin, then we'll no longer have to give her the Mezonis. So since there's a new Chiyav each day, where Sameach says that's why the nether could be Chal. Because the nether always is preempting the Shibud. The nether is always coming before the Shibud happens, since the Shibud of Mezonis is a new Shibud each day by case of Agiyah's man, Velo Nesu. Now the Rishonim do not give this explanation or Sameach, seemingly for one of two reasons. Either because they did not understand Hegiyah's man like the Rosh that is only a knas. As the Rosh himself at the end brings there, the writ for earlier in Daphne Zion writes, Lehedja, that the husband does receive Maisiyadayim during the time of Hegiyah's man. Seemingly pointing to the fact that it is a regular Chiyah Mezonis, which you find by Baal Ishto. The other possibility is that that which the Rosh assumed, that by a regular Nesua, it's not a new Chiyah Mezonis each day, that is not so simple. But Bacharan later in our Masechta, in Oishin Aleph, points out that Teizan Dapegimel seems to understand that even by regular Nesua, it is a new Chiyah Mezonis each day. And if that is the case, then that which our Gemara assumes that the Chiyah Mezonis will stop the Nether from being Chal, the Chayra will come out the following Chiddush, that even though it's a new Chiyah each day, and seemingly we could have argued that perhaps the Nether should be able to be Chal, because the Nether is always preempting the Shibur, you see that that's not true, and the fact that the Nesuan is the Sibas Achiyah, is what causes the Chiyav to be Chal each day, that is enough to stop Nara from being Chal, and that perhaps is another reason as to why the Rishon did not give the Rosh explanation to our Gemara. The Gemara asks that Uparnes loves Shechusek of it. The Parnes is a Shliach of the Baal, and therefore by the Parnes feeding Mizonas to the wife, that should be a violation of the Neder which the husband had taken. 
Now, the question which the Achronim deal with on how to explain this Gemara is that which the Gemara said that the Parnas is a Shliach of the Baal and therefore will be Oster for the Parnas to feed the wife Mazonis. Is that totally on Dine Shlichos? The regular Alachos of Shluchos Am Kamos are required in order for the Parnas to be Oster to feed the wife Mazonis. For example, let's say the Parnas would be a guy and we say in Shlichos Anachri. Would that solve the problem of the Gemara's question of Parnas Lav Shluchosik Avid? Another question which the is dealt with is why don't we say in Shliach Udvaravira? The Tazan Yeradeya in Simon Kuf Samach, Sivkotan Yeralef, asks that why don't we say in Shliach Udvaravira? And therefore, even though the parents of the Shliach of the Baal, he can feed the wife Mazonis, since in Shliach Udvaravira, therefore the Baal doesn't do anything wrong by appointing the parents. The Taz answers this question by saying the following is said that which in Shliach Udvaravira is only a Tor Bedine Adam. The cases in Kedushin, who was discussing a Chiyav Karish by Shchut Echutz, or the Sugyan Ba Metziah discussing Malkus by a Kohen marrying a Grusha, but Bedine Shemayim, the Mishalech is over an Iser. Says the Taz, that's why our Gemara asks, Upanislav Shechusek Kavit, because even though we should have said, Ein Shechudaravira, and therefore the Baal should be able to appoint the Pines as a Shliach, but still, it's going to be Aser because Einshlech Daravira is only a Pator Bedine Adam, but not a Pator Bedine Shemayim. Now, that which the Taz is Machag between Dine Adam and Dine Shemayim in regards to Einshlech Daravira is not so simple. The Taz there in your day is actually coming to disagree with Ramah. The Ramah seems to assume that Einshlech Daravira was a Pator even Bedine Shemayim. Now, according to the Ramah, that Einshlech Daravira is a Pator even Bedine Shemayim, then it would still remain difficult in our sugya as to why we don't say Ein Shlich and therefore the Baal will be mutter to appoint the Parnes to feed his wife, Mizanis, and the Baal will not be in violation of the nether by having the Parnes feed his wife. The Machan Ephraim in Hilcho Shluchin in Simon Tuf offers a different explanation as to why Ein Shlich does not apply in our sugya, and he suggests that since the Shaliach is allowed by Chiyuvah, and we find the Gemara Ba'metziah Tula Shoinus as to whether or not when the Shaliach is allowed by Chiyuvah, you're still going to say in Shaliach Da'avera, or perhaps when the Shaliach is allowed by Chiyuvah, we're going to say Yeh Shaliach Da'avera, and it would be Aster for the Mishaleach. The Machin Ephraim says, you see from our Gemara that when the case where the Shaliach is allowed by Chiyuvah, since the Parnes here did not take the Neder, he's not considered by Chiyuvah, and yet we still say that the husband cannot appoint the Parnes to be the Shliach to feed the wife that's a Raya, then in a case where the Shliach is allowed by Chiyuva, you say Yeh Shliach Da'avira. That's the Machin Ephraim's explanation as to why Ein Shliach Da'avira does not solve the problem in our sugya of the Parnes feeding the wife. Now, that which the Machin Ephraim assumes that the Shliach would be considered allowed by Chiyuva in our sugya is not so simple. Rikiyager in his Agais and Shulchan Aruch and Chosh Mishpat and Simon Reish Ches discusses a case where a Mishaleach had taken a nether or a Shvua and the Shliach had not taken the nether or Shvua, would you say that is a case of a La Bar and therefore be able to say Yesh Shliach Advarabira? Rikiyager writes he does not think this would constitute an Eno Bar because the Sugim of which is discussing the Shliach not being a Bar is discussing a Yisrael being a Kadesh Agrusha to Now there, the Yisrael has no connection whatsoever to the Isser Grusha 
The Yisrael has no love at all to marry a Grusha. There's love only found by Kohanim. In our sugya, the Baal took a nether and not the Parnas. But yet that is not going to make the Parnas love by Chiyuva because the Parnas is in the parish of the Dharm. The Parnas can take a nether at any point and has to keep all Hilchos in the Dharm. Therefore, Yekeger says, a case of a Shvur or a nether, where the Meshaleach had taken the Shvur or the nether, and the Shliach had not taken it, that would not be considered Eino Bar And therefore, in such a case, you would not say, Yei Shliach Udra And even according to the opinion of Ametzia, that when the Shliach is in Lav Bar you say, Yei Shliach Udra still in this case, you would say, Ein Shliach Udra Now, Yekeger comments on the Machan Ephraim we mentioned before, explains our sugya based on the fact that the shliach is a la And the Rikagrin is a geist namachan Ephraim does not ask the question which he asks in Shulchan Arch and Choshen Mishpat and discuss if it's a barachiyuvah or not barachiyuvah. Rikagrin asks a more fundamental question on the machan Ephraim. Rikagrin asks that he doesn't think our sugya has anything to do with shlichas. Rikagrin says that the yisod in our sugya is not dependent upon dine shlichas to get into whether or not it's Yeshlich Vavir or Inshlich Vavira, Rikegri says the Sonar Sugya is that since the Parnas is feeding the wife based on what the Baal told him to do, he's feeding the wife based on the Tzivu of the Baal, and the Baal is Chayav Midin to be Mishalim to the Parnas, what the Parnas gave the wife, then we consider that as though the wife is getting enough from the Baal. The Baal took a nether that his wife can't get enough from him, and the Parnas, even without formal Dine Shlichus, by the Parnes giving the wife Mizanis based on the Baal telling him to do that, there is a violation of the nether, as the wife getting Hana from the husband, even if it's not a formal Shlich. Kegar writes there that so too, if the Parnes were to be a guy, he would have the same Isser, as even though there's ancient Shlich is but it's still considered getting Hana from the Baal. If you look in Rabbachan and Arsugi as well, Rabbachan and Kurbachirim, you notice Reish Chav Tess says the same Yisrael. He says that our sugya is not shlaiach klal to din shlichus. It's not dependent on the regular lachos of shlichus. It's just dependent upon whether or not the parnes is doing it based on the tzivu abal. And if the parnes is doing it al pitzivu abal, and the parnes is moitzi mamon based on what the baal told him to do, and the parnes can now be toveya that mamon from the baal, then that's considered as though the wife got hanar from the baal, and that would be a violation of the nether. This question as to whether or not the Isser of the Parnes female wife Mazonas is totally on Dine Shlichus, or it's not com- necessarily dependent on regular Dine Shlichus, just totally on the wife getting Hana from the Baal. It seems to be a machlekes between the Prisha and the Taz in Simon Reish Chaf Aleph in Yeridea. The Prisha and the Taz are discussing the following Shaila. Our Gemara began by asking, We assume that the husband was appointing the Parnes of Shlich to feed the wife. And therefore, it would be a violation of the nether. Now, in the Havimim of the Gemara, where the Parnas was a Shliach, the husband would have to pay the Parnas back for whatever Mazonas he gave the wife. Now, the Gemara answers the question and explains that the case of the Parnas was a case of Klazan Eno Mafsid. The husband, I told, had not specifically appointed the Parnas. He had said a general lotion of Klazan Eno Mafsid. As the Gemara explains, there's no lotion Sivu in Klazan Eno Mafsid. And it's also being said in general, to a large group of people, it's being said la'alm and not being said to a specific person, and therefore, it's mutter. Now, the question is, when the husband says, klazan in omafsa, and the parnas now feeds the wife, is the husband chayav midin to pay back the parnas for whatever he gave the wife? 
can the parents be to avail the husband and be mitzi midin from the husband whatever the partners are used to pay the wife? So the preacher in Yerdea, both in Simon Reish Chaf Aleph and in Simon Reish Lamed Hey, he writes that he thinks Menadin the Baal is chayef l'shalim to the parnes, even though he use a lashon of klazan and omafsid, and that lashon is not a lashon of shlichus or it's sivui, as our Gemara explains. But the preacher says the parnes can still be moitzi mamon, can still be moitzi mamon and based in from the Baal. Now the Shach and Simon Reish Chaf Aleph and Siv Katan Chaf, as well as in Reish Lamed Hey Siv Katan Ches, he brings down the opinion of the Drisha. The Taz, however, in Simon Reish Chaf Aleph Siv Katan Lamed Vav. He strongly disagrees with the Prisha, and the Taz says he doesn't think that the Isser or Heter of the Parnes freeing the wife has anything to do with Shlichus, but rather it's just telling him, why not your Chayav L'Shalim, but your Pata L'Shalim. Therefore, the Taz says he doesn't understand how the Prisha could say in the case of Kolazan and Omafsid, the Parnes can still be Tovea, the Mammon from the husband. If the husband is going to be Chayav to pay the Parnes back, for having fed the wife, then that would be a violation of the nether. Even though it's not a formal lashon of shlichus, because they did not use a lashon of tzivui, but if you're going to be chayav and din to pay back, that's going to be considered getting hana from the Baal. That's going to be a violation of the nether. Now, Rekeger in Shulchan Aruch, commenting on the shach, he points out, if you look in the Rishonah Marasugya, it's the first in the Rishonah Marasugya like the Taz. The Ran says this explicitly, as well as the Ra'ah. The Rekeger doesn't quote this, the Ritva also in Marasugya is a hedge like this, Rishon and are explicit in the case of Kolazan and Omafsid, the Parnes cannot be Tovea, the husband, and require the husband to pay back what he gave to the wife. And the explanation being, based on the Yisod we said before from Rabbi Chanan and from Rabbi Kieger, that the Sugi is not Tali on Dinesh Lichus, but it's Tali on getting Hana from the husband. And if the Parnes was able to Tovea the mom back from the husband, then that would be considered that which the Parnes fed the wife, that the wife was getting enough from the husband, that would be a violation of the nether. So what emerges is, there's two mahalchem, how to understand our sugya in regards to the Parnes, whether or not the state of our sugya is totally on formal dinesh lichos, which seems to be the way the Machina Ephraim understood it, and seems to be the way the Prisha understood it, or our sugya is not totally on formal dinesh lichos, it is just totally on if the husband is giving the wife hanah, and the way to determine if the husband is giving the wife Hanah, Ayadeh, the Parnes paying her, is going to depend upon the fact whether or not the Parnes can go ahead and be to avail the Mammon back from the husband. And that is why the Tazner Geger, Paskin, in the case of Klozan and Omafsid, the husband is not Chayev L'Shalem to pay back the Parnes for what he fed the wife. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.